Mr. President, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Why aren't you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that, and many people said you shouldn't do them, but you see the polls have come out, and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. <laughs> and the uh, two. Uh, President Trump last night with Tucker Carlson. Have we seen how many, uh, have we done the compare and contrast on the audience size? Because, as you know, in uh, television and uh, on X, um, uh, size matters. And that's not all. Well, happy Thursday and welcome. A little Let's Dance. Put on your red shoes. Who watched the uh, Tucker Carlson, President Trump, the President Trump-Tucker Carlson event last night? And who watched the the big debate on the Fox News channel? I can tell my best girl and I, we stayed home and uh, had uh, lasagna, a delicious homemade lasagna, my best girl. She whipped it up there, salad, very nice. We put uh, Tucker Carlson and uh, President Trump, President Trump and Tucker Carlson on, on the uh, iPad, you know, the larger iPad. Uh, easiest way to do it on the, uh, on the coffee table. I think you might call it a coffee table. I don't drink coffee, but I might call it a coffee table anyway. And uh, right in front of us. And then uh, behind that, the big jumbotron with the Fox News on it. But we didn't have the audio up. We were just uh, watching to see if anybody fell down a flight of stairs or anything like that. And you know, and I set the DVR so I could record that. Have you heard of those? The DVR, it's a digital video recorder. And recorded the, uh, the big uh, Republican Party debate, the candidates' debate, and actually watched and listened to the President Trump interview, which I thought was great. I, I, honestly, I thought President Trump was, was in rare form, and he was, uh, he was great last night with uh, Tucker Carlson. It was pre-recorded, but it aired last night, and uh, they, they put it on, the, on X, on X. Uh, which, in case you uh, don't know, used to be called something else. But <laughs> and Elon Musk owns it, and it was a big night for uh, you know for political stuff last night. And uh, let me say, I was thinking of of good old what's his name, you know, uh, the scream, Howard Dean. I was thinking of Howard Dean, who uh, years ago I played the audio and I made an issue of it at the time because it ought to be made an issue of Howard Dean, the uh, former DNC chair and gubernator and uh, presidential candidate and. Uh, all around, you know, kind of skeevy person. He should, he should make your skin crawl if you have good instincts. And uh, he bragged years ago about uh, taking America from a country that had presidential elections every four years. And then we'd, you know, we'd have an election and then we'd stand down for three years. And, uh, and we'd have midterm elections, but we'd, you know, they weren't, uh, they didn't consume us for two years. But Howard Dean bragged. He was very excited. He was pleased with himself, impressed with himself that he uh, made our country into a country that uh, is more like Europe because they hate America. They love any other B-pole country where people smell bad. And, uh, and that's why they're working on, you know, making this country into a B-pole country where people smell bad. They're leading the way by smelling bad uh, in many instances. And Howard Dean bragged that he turned our country into a country, where he, said, he described it this way, as the permanent campaign the permanent campaign. That is an election cycle, a political cycle that never ends because they become very wealthy off of this stuff, millions and millions of dollars, gobs and gobs of money, truckloads of money. And they're like, hey, why do we ever hit the brakes? Why do we pause? We've got to keep sucking up the money, vacuum. We, I need more houses, beach houses like Joe Biden. And uh, private jets or a carbon footprint is like 
the carbon footprint of Ouagadougou. And uh, Howard Dean actually bragged about this amazingly. Remember I talked about the permanent campaign? Well, before I got to the DNC, we didn't have a permanent campaign. You would campaign for one year when you had a candidate, and then if you didn't win, you wouldn't campaign for the next three years. No wonder we lose. Now we don't just have a permanent campaign for electing Democrats. We have a permanent campaign for influencing policy. It brings us a little closer to the European model. It brings us a little closer to the European model. You're a toxin. You're a poison. You should be in prison. He should probably be charged uh, violations of the RICO statutes or conspiracy or something like that and uh, arrested uh, because, you know, that's not really healthy for our political system. You, you know, it helps uh, fan the flames of political division and keeps them going all the time. And uh, you remember at the, the Obama White House, the White House spokesman said that you should bring uh, your politics home to the Thanksgiving dinner table and the Christmas dinner table and the dinner table all year long because it's the permanent campaign. Because they love division, political division, social division, racial division, gender division. That's why they multiplied the number of genders so you could have more gender division than ever before. With only two genders, it's not as easy. You've got 114 genders, it's much easier to have gender division. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. The permanent campaign. What an awful human being. It really, prison, don't you think? Penitentiary, handcuffs, uh, leg shackles. Should probably be leg shackles on him as well. Maybe Gitmo, waterboard. Um, whatever happened to the waterboard? I'd like to think we still waterboard somebody here and there. Eh, I love the waterboard. I had, uh, I got my T-shirt at home. My T-shirt at home, I'd rather be waterboarding. I'd rather be waterboarding. <laughs> it's, uh, got that. Well, in any event, I did digress right out of the gate. Uh, welcome, uh, because... Uh, Joe Biden is still president of the United States. And last night there was, uh, uh, you know, a presidential debate on the Fox News channel with uh, a whole bunch of Republicans and some interesting moments, some, some interesting people. Uh, and then the filthy, rotten news media coverage. I watched some DNC TV this morning, MSDNC. And that morning joke guy, that guy, he needs help. He really does. I don't know what he is, but... He needs a team of psychiatrists, maybe a straitjacket and a net. He should be taken away. And they had the Reverend Al Charlatan on. And you see him with his uh, broad stripe, uh, broad stripe uh, chalk suit, uh, chalk stripe suit. And uh, it's just, that guy is, uh, what a piece of work. I had to stop for a moment and say, say work. what a piece of work that guy is. Just amazing. And Mika was sitting there. She wasn't saying much, though. And it might be because her face hurts. I don't, I don't know for sure. But I was looking at her, and it looks like her face hurts. I, I, I haven't uh, watched Morning Joke in a little while. I did turn it on this morning. They're very angry and bitter, and they hate everything and everyone. Uh, and they had that guy George Conway on, you know. Uh, do you know this guy, George Conway? He used to be a Republican. Now he's an MSNBC guy. And when he came on, I didn't even recognize him. He looked like he was uh, impersonating Pol Pot. He had kind of a Pol Pot tunic on with a Nehru collar and looked like he hadn't shampooed in several months. Looked like Maggie Haberman from the New York Times, so much oil in his hair. Uh, honestly, looked like he rolled out of Cambodia in the 70s uh, because they're just crazy. Kellyanne Conway, now his ex-wife, uh, and uh, she was on a different channel last night. But never mind that, that George Conway guy. He, honestly, it looked like, uh, looked like he was Khmer Rouge. I thought he was probably Khmer Rouge. I didn't even know who he was at first. My best girl had to say, oh, yeah, that's George Conway. So what? What? I thought the Khmer Rouge was gone. But uh, never mind that. So we've got uh, audio for you. 
uh, from the Republican candidates debate from the Fox News Channel. And as you just heard, President Trump speaking to Tucker Carlson. I need to see how many people streamed. Of course, you can keep streaming the the uh, President Trump uh, debate, uh, the, not debate, the interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. And uh, I thought it was very strong and uh, and engaging and and entertaining and fun. And it was uh, it was good stuff. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, I believe that you still can because X is a platform that uh, allows you to do that. So we got that going for us. And some uh, politics were discussed last night, as you might imagine, at both uh, both locations as well. So we've got that for you. Um, and um, uh, COVIDians are back. We've got uh, we've got uh, headlines for you. We're going to be posting our stories sheet from today. We'll be posting, which we do every day. On the our story, we have a stories sheet that I have in front of me during the uh, big radio broadcast every day, and we every day we post the story sheet on various social media platforms like X and uh, uh, Instagram and the Facebook page and all kinds of places. So you can find the stories, share them with your friends, uh, read all the way through them, all that good stuff. There, uh, the headline today is Biden remains a mystery. The uh, Pretty amazing stuff. Inflation forcing Americans to spend $709 more per month versus two years ago. No big deal. Just make another 20 grand a year to offset Joe Biden's presidency. Not really an issue for most everybody. Am I right? Am I right? I don't think that's true. But uh, there it is. And also automobiles. Automobiles are more expensive than ever before. A brand new automobile costs on average, according to Kelly Blue Book, they, uh, they track these things. The... Uh, they say that the average new automobile now costs more than $48,000 in the United States of America. You want a new automobile? More than $48,000. And what is it, like 16.9% inflation rate on cars, on new cars, because Joe Biden. And he is a horrible, horrible, terrible president. He really should go. He should be removed now. And they should put Kamala in there because uh, then the whole TV show would become a comedy. Now it's a little bit of a comedy, but not not really. So we've got that, and he's a terrible, awful, horrible president, and and the world is going mad. Yeah, so I, I blame uh, uh, Biden for this too. Uh, the uh, uh, Vlad the Impaler, Putin, murdered another one of his rivals. He does this a lot. Uh, oh, he also extended the. Uh, there's an American reporter with the Wall Street Journal who's been uh, unjustly well kidnapped and thrown in prison by the communist uh, Vlad the Impaler, Putin. And he's just, Putin has just extended um, the uh, gentleman's stay in the uh, Russian prison, which is not really where you want to be, by another three months. And um, that's because he's a communist, and communists kill everybody and kidnap and destroy. For those who are unfamiliar with the 20th century, uh, fortunately, I'm here to remind because we got all kinds of crazy uh, going on all over the place. And Vlad the Impaler, he uh, he apparently murdered now, and I say apparently because this is Russia, and you never know exactly what's going on. And I was texting texting with friends about this yesterday afternoon. This guy uh, Prigozhin, who's the head of the Wagner Group or the Wagner Group of mercenaries that um, Vlad the Impaler uses, like the French Foreign Legion, but they're the Russian Foreign Legion, so they kill everybody. And uh, it's an amazing stuff. Putin rival Prigozhin may be dead after crash, listed as passenger aboard business jet. 
mercenary chief-led uprising against Kremlin in June. And what a world it is uh, in which we live. The, uh, there is actual video of the airplane plummeting to Earth with uh, there were supposed to be 10 people on the flight manifest, including this uh, Wagner Group guy, Prigozhin. Uh, but uh, according to initial reports in Russia, there are only eight bodies aboard the plane. Huh. That's because commies and because Russia. But um, nobody would be surprised if Putin murdered this Prigozhin guy and nine other people in order to murder Prigozhin because he's a communist. See, I keep reminding people of this, that uh, Vlad the Impaler Putin is a communist, and he's an old KGB guy and Stasi guy, and he murders everybody. Long list of people that he's murdered, uh, journalists, political adversaries. They, they uh, get thrown out of windows of tall buildings. Two of them were murdered in Washington, D.C. Did you know that? At least two of his rivals murdered in Washington, D.C. Pay no attention to that. And uh, the reason that Putin feels free to do all this, I think, is because, you know, Biden uh, invade Ukraine. Uh, Biden. Biden's in the White House. What's the U.S. going to do? They're just going to. Oh, and there's another story today that in the Washington Post that uh, we should all get used to the idea that the Ukraine war is going to go on and on and on. Their lead and only editorial today on the editorial page from the editorial board, the Ukraine war will be long. Prepare. That's their headline. Prepare. Mr. Putin plans for an extended struggle. The United States needs to do the same. Now, um, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. They're in the tank for the military-industrial complex, too. Uh, And, you know, it's time for endless war because in Europe, uh, Russia, nuclear power, nuclear weapons, all that stuff, uh, and that's, uh, that's part of the Democrat Party's thing. Did Putin kill Prigozhin? Uh, I was uh, bouncing it around yesterday. Uh, the guy's uh, been known for using body doubles, wearing disguises, and faking his own death before. Then the plane goes down. Everybody assumes it's Putin. That's fair. But was this commie actually in the plane? We may never know. Somebody uh, look in Malta. Check big yachts in Malta. So we, uh, we got that going, too. Uh, we got politics and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, a uh, tight end for the NFL Giants, Tom Sweeney, in stable condition after a collapse, may have had some sort of a heart condition. Huh. That's, uh, that's kind of interesting. wonder if that's related to the Wuhan or vaccines or anything like that. We got a lot of Democrat crazy stuff, including the, you know, usual daily dose of Democrat LGBTQ. Dick's Sporting Goods, they're being robbed blind by Democrats to the point where their stock is plummeting because so many Democrats are criminals. So many Democrats are thieves. We've got uh, we've got that. And we're at 888-630-9625. You watched the debate last night? Did you watch President Trump? What'd you think? Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the uh, the big debate last night, it's actually the number two story on the front page of the Washington Post after Putin rival Prigozhin may be dead after a crash. It is worth questioning, and it is, uh, you know, the Byzantine world of Kremlin politics and communists who murder and jail everyone. Uh, and the left is here. We call them the Democratic Party. But keep in mind that the Democratic Party isn't, just saying here. Now, the Washington Times, your uh, newspaper of record in Washington, D.C., they uh, their lead story, but it's upper right-hand corner instead of a banner headline like on the Washington Post, rebellion leader listed as dead in plane cra- crash. Prigozhin fought Putin's generals. Probably a dangerous line of work to be in, I'm thinking. Uh, but they also have... The, uh, the big political stories here in the United States of America under campaign 2024, Republicans jab at rivals, stand firm on policies in first primary debate. That's the, uh, the headline front page above the fold Washington Times, along with Trump win would offer options to kill charges. You see, president gives unique presidency, gives unique powers. And they talk about uh, the fact that President Trump, if reelected, could actually put a stop to the federal trials going against him, and then the Democrats would burn the cities uh, to the ground from uh, coast to coast, as they like to do. You know, they did that over George Floyd, who uh, died of uh, heart issues uh, while being arrested yet again with fentanyl and methamphetamine and THC in his system. But pay no attention to that. So the, uh, the big debate last night, the candidates' debate, how do you think uh, anybody did? Did you watch it? Maybe you didn't watch it at all. Maybe you just watched President Trump with Tucker Carlson. How do you like it all so far? Because what do we have, 15 months to go? Okay, uh, the big debate last night. We have uh, audio from the debate and from President Trump talking to Tucker Carlson. It was, uh, I've got to say, it was, for me, I preferred the discussion with uh, President Trump and Tucker Carlson. It makes all the crazy people crazier. Um, and the debate was kind of a scrum. It's, it's a TV show, you know. It's uh, everything. Our entire political system is a, is a cable television show and now a streaming television show as well. But I wonder what you thought of it all, <clears throat> and the big winners and the big losers. I'll, I'll share my thoughts, such as they are, um, in, uh, you know, in the coming minutes and hours. Uh, and we have a lot of other stuff because, you know, the, the Democrats are on the loose. Dick's Sporting Goods plunges 25% after it says retail theft crime wave lowered profits. You know why, Michael? Democrats. Democrats is the correct answer. They've made looting normal. You know, on Sesame Street now, they have a whole thing that's looting is fundamental. Have you seen that? 
They have little cartoon kids going into looting candy stores and things. <laughs> looting is fundamental. Because the Democrats made it that way because they're not liberals. They're the left. And crime is their bag baby. Carjacking for, you know, for sport. 12-year-olds carjacking Washington, D.C. with guns. And it's not even news. Like, you know, just another day. Crazy. Uh, Homicides? Democrats love homicide, don't they? All right, let's go. uh, I'll tell you, let's go to the uh, telephones. We are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Dave calling from Maryland, which is an entire state. Dave, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Dave. Is this the same Chris Hangem High Plant who was on jury, jury duty last week? Yes, I yes I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I was I was upset about the debates last night when I found out that uh, Chris Christie had made a credible threat against the other candidates. He said he was going to eat their lunches, all of them. <laughs> you, know, you know, Chris, how do we hire a guy to manage this country who can't even manage his own weight? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, uh, oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Chris Christie because yesterday I talked about Chris Christie going to the beach in New Jersey when he was governor and the beaches were closed. And I said it was because the Wuhan. But, Dave, I need to correct that because... Uh, it was, in fact, during a government budget fight, and he ordered all the beaches closed. It wasn't during the Wuhan Red Death loosed on the planet by the communists in China. Not to be confused with the communists in Moscow who blow up planes with their political enemies in them because communists. But I wanted to, because I, I needed to correct that. I said yesterday, Chris Christie, remember the pictures of him, Dave, on the beach with the beach chairs and the umbrella, and, and the whole beach is empty because he ordered them closed then he went there yeah, himself. I, I remember those pictures, but I thought that was caused by the drilling for the offshore uh, windmills that caused him to beach himself up there. Bada boom! You came in loaded for bear this morning. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's true. And and there's uh, today another day goes by in the Washington Post uh, without a story about all the dead whales up and down the East Coast because liberals are putting windmills in and driving piles into the ocean floor with big ships that make uh, high-pitched sounds that make the whales go so crazy that they wash up on shore. Um, and <laughs> Chris Christie, you're so, uh, you know, not, not everybody is, uh, you know, a lean, mean uh, swimming machine, you know, you know, Dave. <laughs> Chris, can I, can I tell you, it's clean. Can I tell you my, my favorite liberal joke? Yeah, sure, your favorite liberal joke. Yeah, sure. Uh, a, a mama bat, a papa bat, and a baby bat are flying home one night. And the baby bat says, gee, I hope the five of us get home safe. And the papa bat says, what do you mean five? There's only three of us. And he says, well, how should I know? I can't count. And it's, 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 it's such a comment on the liberals who have very little knowledge, but it doesn't stop them from having firmly held opinions about everything. Well, it's, uh, it's true. I've discovered that a great many uh, libs. You know, uh, libs, uh, Dave, has, have, uh, for the most part, except for Mike the Lib, and we love Mike the Lib. He calls in from Virginia uh, f- somewhat frequently. But, uh, you know, libs have given up on calling in because they, they can't respond to any question on any subject uh, because they've never considered any question on any subject. They just parrot the party line. And if you can do that, then you're a Democrat in good standing. 
But if, uh, you know, you punch a hole in any one of their arguments by asking the most fundamental of questions, right? Uh, it's the crazy thing. And, it's, and Dave, the reason is it's because they're not liberals, they're leftists. And uh, the left is a nightmare for the planet Earth. Uh, you know, Xi Jinping and uh, slave labor and organ harvesting and, and threatening and menacing the world and the environmental crimes and, the, and everything else. Uh, they're commies, and of course, you know, since Mao um, in 1949 took over, they've murdered 50 million to 75 million of their own people, and nobody seems to mention that very often. Uh, and Vlad the Impaler Putin, a Soviet communist, still in charge of Russia, former KGB, uh, and Stasi, and he just murders his political enemies more than the Clintons. It's crazy. How many have been murdered in the womb in this country alone? Well, you that's, know? yeah, right. Well, that's, you know, but uh, the Democrats at least harvest the organs. And they kill 40% of the black population in the womb. Uh, since they're the party of the Confederacy and Jefferson Davis and Nathan Bedford Forrest and the KKK, the party of Jim Crow, nobody seems to mind that they're exterminating 40% of the black population. They love abortion. So they got that going for them, right? They do, yes. Yeah, so they got that going for them. Gunga, 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 right? <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, Dave, have a uh, have a great American day. We're gonna we're gonna keep trying to save this place, um, and you know, I, I the truth will I hope win the day in the end. But it's hard because, as Dave said, it's you know the you know the the five of us, and and it's true. It just doesn't matter. You you. Uh, hold a mirror up to three bats, and a liberal would say, uh, you know, what are the five of us going to do when we get home? <laughs> um, it's a crazy, crazy world out there, a mad, 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 mad world. No doubt about it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's take another phone call. Then we'll get to some audio. Let's go to Patty calling from Montclair, Virginia. Patty, Patty, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Missed you while you were gone, kiddo. I, I have a really uh, quick comment on the debate last night. It kind of surprised me. You know, on, on Fox, Brett Baer does winners and losers. And I really like Brett Baer. He shocked the heck out of me. He went after Governor DeSantis. I thought viciously, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. He, I don't recall what Governor DeSantis was saying. I guess I wasn't paying that close of attention. But, boy, Brett Baer said, you are this many points behind Trump. Why would you say something like that? It was it was vicious and I think unprofessional and inappropriate. You might remember better than I what what I'm. Well, we'll see if we can grab that uh, for you to uh, to uh, point that out because do you have that right in front of you, Michael. No, okay. Uh, I just wanted to see he was making a face at me there, and uh, you know I I, I got it. You know that it's. Uh, let me let me say this. At least it wasn't George Stephanopoulos and um, uh, you know Mika Brzezinski and and uh, PBS Newshour, who are you know uh, basically Putin with uh, press badges, and uh, Fox News. Um, I generally speaking like Brett Bear. I worked with Brett Bear a little bit when I was at the Pentagon. He spent uh, he did a tour at the Pentagon uh, during the years that I was there, and I like him personally. Um, yeah. But it, it is it's impossible. It's an impossible job uh, trying to moderate one of these one of these debates. There is no winning if you're the moderator, I've got to say. But I'll I'll take and that's really why I focused on Tucker Carlson talking to President Trump uh, last night more than more than the debate itself. But I did record the debate, as I said. And um, 
you know, well, but let me ask you this, Patty. Um, the the debate overall. What what's your you know how would you sum up the debate? Uh, Fox News, Brett Baer, uh, the the candidates, the 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 event. How would you sum it up? <laughs> um, a TV show. Um, I, I I do like Brett Baer. Didn't like that comment. Um, I, I, I that you know big lover Chris Christie. I'm yeah, I'm so done with him. I, I was before the debate. Um, I was impressed with the one who's, you, you can say the name. I won't say his name. But Vivek was, Ramaswamy. That is it. You're, you're great. I knew that before. Um, I was impressed with him. I can't see him as a candidate. Maybe for the same reason uh, I, I am Trump 100%. But this guy has a mouth on him, and I think he'd get himself in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. It's, uh, and maybe in a good way. And he, he smiles when he does it. And he's yeah. a likable guy. I saw him speak a couple of years ago at an event, and I thought, uh, oh, this guy's very bright, and he speaks very well, and he's, he's clever. Uh, he's also incredibly successful in business. He's apparently worth a billion dollars or something. What is he, 37 years old? He's doing pretty well in life, I've got to say. Uh, both of his parents, immigrants from India. He was born here in the United States in Ohio, I think. And, and uh, I, I like him. Uh, and he's in there shaking things up, stirring things up. Uh, is he going to be president of the United States? Probably not. But, you, you know, this place is so crazy. We've got a year and three months before Election Day. And that's a long time. And uh, the entire world could be a very different place a year from now. Don't you think, Patty? Uh, oh, yeah, I do. Every day. I, when I wake up, I turn you on and, oh, I hope it's good stuff and not awful stuff today. Mm-hmm. I like him, but the fact that what I'm hearing, I guess I don't know enough. He's against Israel, and I could never vote for anyone who's negative toward Israel. Yeah, he had some, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy had some interesting moments last night on Ukraine, on Taiwan. Um and, uh, you know, at least controversial, he, uh, certainly entitled to have his opinions. And, yeah. uh, you know, he thinks that we're going to hand over Taiwan to communist China, which would be a great victory for the communists. The uh, Ukraine war, like many people and many intelligent people, he thinks that we uh, have dug ourselves in there in ways that perhaps we shouldn't. And now again, the Washington Post today, and I've played the audio many times of the now outgoing chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Thoroughly Modern Milley, uh, saying that we're looking at a decade uh, with the war in Ukraine. And I guess that's good for the military-industrial complex, but uh, it's not good for the world. It's not good for Ukraine. And here's a a question for you, Patty, because I like to ask it. Nobody else does. Uh, Where are the peace talks ongoing when it comes to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the war in Ukraine that we're funding with tens and tens and tens of billions of dollars, uh, more than $100 billion of our taxpayer dollars into Ukraine and uh, 700 bucks for, for Maui and Hawaii, but never mind that. Um, you know, who's in charge of the peace talks? And the answer is nobody. Nobody. Not the EU, not the UN, not the Biden administration, not the U.S. State Department. Uh, nobody is involved in any, there is no argument over the shape of the table in Paris or Geneva or any place else. There are no peace talks going on. It's just 
what appears to be the the endless war, and nobody is raising an eyebrow because we have no leadership in the United States of America. And when there's no leadership in the United States of America, there's no leadership in the West, in Western civilization. So I would expect this war at this point to go on forever and ever because nobody is even... And another... Now I'm going off on this, Patty, but, and I apologize, but the news media is not covering the war. There is no coverage of the war. They're not... Uh, when's the last time you saw uh, a dead body uh, on television coming out of Ukraine or a shot being fired? And Joe Biden sent cluster munitions over there, which a whole lot of countries say is illegal. It's not... We haven't signed on to that treaty. But Joe Biden, but we don't use, uh, you know, cluster munitions. But Joe Biden sent cluster bombs. He's known as Cluster Bomb Biden or, you know, Cluster Joe. But, um, you know, this the world has gone mad under Joe Biden in so many different ways. And nobody, it seems, is doing anything to, to fix inflation or prices or grocery store shelves being empty, supply chain issues, war in Europe involving Russia. Um, the uh, very public assassinations of Putin's enemies, the, uh, the crime in the United States. We were, we were talking, my best girl and I were talking about this uh, last night because we talk about stuff like this, you know, Patty. And, uh, oh, by the way, today is our wedding anniversary. It's our... Oh, happy anniversary. Well, oh, I thank God. you. <laughs> thank yeah. You. Thank you very you much. Take the leap, but I know you're glad you did the way you talk every day about her. <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, that's exactly right. But we were talking yesterday and talking about, you know, where's the leadership in the United States, in the Western world, anywhere in the world, when it comes to China riding roughshod, when it comes to uh, Putin uh, invading Ukraine and assassinating his enemies in a public way as a means of sending messages to his other enemies. Uh, this is what I'll do to you. Where's the leadership when it comes to our economy in the United States? Where's the leadership when it comes to crime in our cities, when it comes to homelessness in our cities, when it comes to mentally ill people being cast onto the streets of the United States of America, literally by the hundreds of thousands, drug-addicted mental people are sleeping on sidewalks all over America, mugging people, smashing car windows, stealing stuff, looting stores, and there is nobody, and this includes the Republicans on Capitol Hill and Republican governors, there is nobody leading on anything that I can identify in the United States of America or beyond. Who is leading the charge on the matter of homelessness in the United States of America, on the matter of mental illness and the literally hundreds of thousands of people who are mentally ill just left to fend for themselves on the streets of cities across America? Who is taking the lead on that? Schools, education. How about the border, the open border? Joe Biden's leading the open border charge and then vilifying anyone who raises an eyebrow. Now they're sinking in New York and Massachusetts and Northern California and Chicago uh, because, you know, we have so many crises ongoing simultaneously. You can drown in them. Patty, uh, sorry to go off on that, you know, that, uh, that uh, rant there with all that stuff, but it's all true. Uh, thank you for calling in, Petty. And yes, it's my happy anniversary day. Thank you. Right, I'm going to share with you President Trump talking to Tucker Carlson after the top of the hour and the news. Um, 
Tucker Carlson asked him more than once whether he's concerned about violence being perpetrated against him specifically. Uh, and that was an interesting and relevant question to ask and to ask more than once, quite honestly. Uh, let's go back to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Roger calling from Bristow, Virginia. Roger, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks hey, for taking my call. You bet. Another great show. Thanks. Um, your last call. Your last caller mentioned uh, uh, about the uh, the debate and all that, and what, and that uh, uh, Brad Bear had mentioned him being um, so you know something so far ahead. And I thought, truly, this is really the second tier debate because the first debate couldn't happen because there was no one, no equal. So it's so kind of like Obama with the JV squad. Huh. That's you know, fun. It kind of, yeah. Kind of, it was kind of funny. Well, yours and and um, and it's true. I mean, according to the polls and everything else, quite honestly, President Trump is in a league of his own, and is uh, there's President Trump, and then there's everybody else, right? The also rans. Everybody else is an also ran. Absolutely. I kind of thought kind of- that Ron DeSantis was going to come onto the scene and do really well, and he, and he hasn't. He no. He he came on last night. It was kind of like. You know, somebody punched him, and he's getting getting even. It wasn't. It was like, it, it wasn't. He was showing how what a great leader he is, just like the rest of them. They weren't showing. They were just poking fun at how they were going to do this, and they were. And but it's like they they forget that they have no record to run on. Yeah, I uh, politics is. Uh, I don't know why anybody would want to be in that business. <laughs> I really don't. It's a terrible, awful business. Uh, but I've got a bunch of President Trump talking to Tucker Carlson coming up, uh, and the also-rans as well. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.